Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pub podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Halifax Wanderers new goalkeeper Jan Filion. Welcome to the show, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're all really excited. We've had uh, Christian in goal since uh, season one, so it's going to be, uh, and we've had uh, Kieran for like the last two years. So it's going to be different to see somebody else between the sticks. So uh, everybody here was super excited. There was even I don't know if you saw it. There was a thing in Reddit back in 2020. Where there was rumors of you coming to Halifax, was that was that you starting that yourself? Was that Zach Sakonda? No. <laughs> no, I think so. So um, I had signed for a small club in Finland, and uh, Zach had signed with the same club at, at the same time. And I, I think they just made a mistake in the in the in the like communication. I guess you know, it was just just one of those where I like wake up one day and I'm like, uh, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> I actually went on Twitter and you know wrote a wrote a couple messages, you know, just updating people about my situation because I know Canucks abroad had been following me for a while and whatever, so I just wanted to clear up the situation. But um, but I guess uh, what is it? Three years later, yeah, uh, the move uh, the move finally happened. So <laughs> well, we we spent three years trying to convince you to come here. So um, so so before we get into the main part, we normally just do like a few kind of quick for questions just to uh, get things started so what's your favorite finnish food you know what i'm not big on finnish food <laughs> a lot of like sauces and a lot a lot of like it's it's pretty heavy um the one the one meat that i really enjoyed when i was there was a uh, reindeer which i had never tried before Okay, um, so I'll go with that. That's my one discovery food-wise in the in Finland that I really enjoyed. So what what what's it like? Is it like really lean, or is it like uh, it tastes like yeah. chicken, or it's it's more like beef. It's like a more of a red meat. Um, stronger though, like um, very like it would be like a very strong beef, I'd say. But um, yeah, quality meat. Like you can tell, it's you know, it's not there's not a a bunch of uh, chemicals in there or whatever. You know, it's like very very pure. So are we going to see uh, Jan's uh, reindeer farm in Ontario <laughs> anytime soon? <laughs> Not so sure about that one. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movie? Hmm. Moneyball? Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good, definitely a good one. Um, and uh, who, was your, uh, who was your favorite goalkeeper growing up? So I'm a Man United fan. So oh. um, yeah, <laughs> one of the first ones was probably Vandersar. Nice. Um, then I moved on to to the newer kind of goalkeeping era, and, and Neuer has probably been my uh, my favorite one. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, Vandersar was an incredible goalkeeper, and uh, it was, like United just went to that next level when they got him. So 
Um, so, so I guess like the big, the big question everybody's probably be asking is, how did the move to Halifax come about? So you know what, like we've had a, we've had the discussions in the past, and then you know I know um, Matt had reached out to my agent uh, a couple of times before, um, and I was actually on my way, on my way out. I was gonna head back to to Sweden. I had moved all uh, sorted over there, and I wanted to go meet with the club to see a little bit about the situation and you know kind of where I stood. I know they had a keeper that was established, and I wanted to kind of see where I'd, I'd fit in. Um, and it was like maybe a week before. Uh, so uh, early in, in January, Matt reached out to my agent again, asked him what the deal was and asked if, if, uh, if I could, you know, have a chat with Patrice. He wanted to kind of present the project and whatnot. So uh, we got our first, first phone call and, you know, he sounded very enthusiastic about the project. And, you know, he had a lot of, you know, just his personality, like the way he spoke was very, um, very intriguing to me. Um, and then, uh, so after that phone call, we kind of planned another Zoom for the week after. Um, and he went over the whole project, uh, his vision of the future for the club, for the team, um, kind of where I would fit in in the project. And, you know, yeah, it was just a matter of like, he just convinced me on the spot kind of thing. And I was just like, you know what? Like, this sounds like the kind of project I want to be a part of. Um, and I've been following the league for a really long time. And I think it's it's at a point now where it's re respected enough that it's not it's not a move of just going back home and just finishing my career. It's, it's, yep. it's a move that you can still use as a as kind of like a step board. So, um, so yeah, just, you know, just just the whole project and and like I said, like being able to to go from CPL to somewhere even higher after is what really convinced me in the end. Yeah. Well, you can see, you know, we we've had players move on to TFC and, and Vancouver, and even Nate Ingham is down training with Atletico Madrid's mm -hmm. affiliate in in Mexico. So there's definitely that chance to move on, you know. Like for, so, while you're in Finland, did you feel like there was not that opportunity to go to the next level? Like, were you kind of done with Europe or? Uh, how um, feel about no, not, not not necessarily. Like um, I I really like I really enjoyed my time in, in Finland, and I started out the first year I was in the second tier, and it was more of a move just to you know get back into regular playing time and etc. Um, so I played a, a year in the second tier, and then it was two years in the first year, um, and after that I was just like you know if I want to move up to a better league than sweet than uh, sorry than Finland I need to kind of get out now because it's like whether you play two seasons somewhere or play five like is is there that much of a difference probably not um so I've been looking um mainly in Sweden and Norway because the league is like slightly better than uh than it is in Finland um and like I said like at the end of the day like the project came around from from Halifax and it was just one that I felt like I could go into, play a big role. And if everything were to go well, maybe move up at some point again, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, I'd say that's that's mainly the reason why I wanted to move move away from Finland. Um, and obviously, it's tough when you go from Finland to go into like the top league in, in Sweden. You know, you need kind of that in between, which could have been the second tier in, in Sweden, for example, which is, you know, what I was kind of looking at. Um, but CPL, which is, you know, 
I'd say maybe a little bit, you know, well, it's not the same level exactly, but it's kind of, you know, similar. Um, but the league and the CPL is, is, is looked at, you know, very well in the sense that like, you know, there's good filming, um, guys are getting moves, there's MLS, there's, you know, there's many, many opportunities. So it was just that in the end, Halifax was just a better place for me to, to go. So um, just talking about Patrice there, like, I mean, he, he's very well-spoken. Like I, I, like I saw him at the press conference and I've seen interviews he's done since. And, you know, you can tell he's a passionate guy, which I can see why you were convinced by him, to be honest. But, you know, so what, what, where does he kind of see you fitting in? Like what, what's the, what are you going to be like a sweeper keeper or does he just want you to be a shot stopper or like, where does he kind of see your role being in amongst everything that he's trying to put together? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely the the playing playing out of the back uh, aspect that was very important to him. Um, and, you know, last year I wasn't in a team that necessarily built out of the back. Two years ago, we did it a lot in, in the preseason and coming into the season. But to be honest, we weren't equipped for it. Um, so what I told Patrice is, you know, I can do it. I know the principles of it. Um, I know how to apply it. I have good feet, you know. If you watch my games from last year, it was much more playing long than the year before. But um, but I think all that was very important to him. And then the other big, big thing that he mentioned was that the back line was going to be very young. Um, yep. There's still obviously some, some uh, I'm sure there's more signings that are going to come. But but as of right now, it's a very, very young back line. So um, he wanted to have kind of that, you know, leading figure at the back, kind of uh, someone that, was going to keep everything together. And you know, I think that's where, you know, I really come in and can really make a big difference uh, in that team. And then also, I think, you know, just being a little bit older and having a little bit more experience, I think he he wanted to to bring bring that as well. Um, yeah, just, just to have a little bit more, you know, leadership within the team. And I think I've lived many many things. I have many stories, you know, many things that other guys like, you know, I've, I made a lot of mistakes, you know, so I've learned from them, but, um, but I think just the, the whole, yeah, the whole, uh, leader, leader thing. And, and as well, like my, my qualities on the pitch, I think is, are, are also an important part, but I think that's, you know, goes without saying kind of thing. He's, he sounds like he wants you to be like a Peter Schmeichel, you know, just, be 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 a bit of an asshole, but you know, kind of just push people around and make sure that they're doing what they're what they're supposed to. And I think uh, having somebody with that experience at the back is really going to help those young guys because the talent is definitely there because we got to see quite a lot of them like last year. Um, and maybe they just needed that little bit of uh, experience from the from the the goalkeeper just to kind of push them around a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how it all kind of pans out. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> So you you know like so you kind of touched a little bit there about you know the the CPL and um it's standing so you know like I I've talked to Jesse Daly I talked a little bit who's just joined Calvary and stuff like that so what 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 are you hearing in Europe about the CPL like is it is it being recognised you know obviously we had uh, Diaz move from Pacific to the Norwegian uh, first uh, top division so are people starting to pick up take notice of what's happening here. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing is, you know, if you're if you're in the league and you're playing, that's already a very good thing because it's a first year league. Uh, might not be as good as, you know, the Swedish top league, for example, where where Marco Bustos went. 
but it's it's still you know it's very well filmed it's very professional um everyone's full-time um so yeah it's gaining ga definitely gaining a lot of traction and, and i think you know with canada being in the world cup as well uh you hear more and more like i've received so many messages this off season from guys that i played with that were like hey man like can you introduce me to, to an agent or someone that can help me get in the league like it seems you know from the outside it just looks like a very interesting uh place to play um now obviously it's it's still you know not where mls is you know you're not going to see the five million dollar moves yet but um but slowly and, and surely as we see guys like yeah like you said diaz like i think that was a perfect move he went from you know dominating in cpl to dominating in the second tier in norway and now it's like yeah you can play in the first tier in norway definitely and if you see a couple couple of those moves every year then it's it's awesome for the league and for the players as well for young players and even like not so young players like me that now want to go back because it's like you you don't see it as a dead end you know that's why you know a, a lot of guys didn't want to go right away because it was like yeah like maybe if you go like who knows like it was the league was unknown like no you know no one could yeah. predict what it was going to be um but now that you see those moves it's it's definitely giving guys like me more confidence to to go there and being like no this is like this is a good move for my football this is not a, a life life decision this is this is for my my next career move essentially so 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 i just want to let people know that you like you're not over the hill and dying like you're 26 right so like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of said a bunch of times that like you're you're older i was like jesus christ man you're 26 that's that's like a baby for a goalkeeper um but but like so to, to speak about marco busos there like so obviously he you know he had the big move to sweden so what what do you think he can expect like what's the the brand of football like what what's uh what what's the the type of football that they play there what do you think he it'll suit his game yeah, I think it's a hybrid. I think his team is probably one of the, you know, it's a smaller club. It's a club that used to be in the third tier. Um, kind of just, you know, got promoted, I think, two or three, two, two, two times in a row. Um, you can definitely expect some very, very good players in that league. I lived on a on an island between Finland and Sweden uh, last year. So we were playing in the Finnish league, but it was actually a Swedish-speaking place. Um, and Stockholm was was about like five hours uh, with the boat. So I went to go watch a couple games, uh, a couple derbies. So I went to watch uh, AIK against the uh, Garden and Hammarby against Garden, And like they're MLS quality teams, if not even higher. Uh, 30,000 people in the stadium, fans, like everything, you know, like it's it kind of everything you can dream of as a, as a football player. So for him to be able to go there is going to be a great experience. Now, you know, I think the football, it's going to be a little bit more counterattacks. Um, probably, you know, they're going to have the ball a little bit less than, than the other team. But, um, but I can definitely see him doing well if, if he sticks, sticks with it and can adapt because I think that will be the most important part. It's a place where, especially with a team that might not be, you know, upper mid table kind of it's like every game's important so if you're not delivering like we don't have five games to give you for you to you know find your pace kind of thing um but i hope for him and i hope for the league that that he does he does very well and that'll open even more doors for for canadians to go go abroad afterwards
Yeah, I'm super excited to uh, to see how it works out for him. Obviously, he's been one of the top players here in the CPL for the last four years. So it'll be interesting to see how he makes out. Um, not too sure how we can watch uh, Swedish for uh, Premier Division games here in Canada, but uh, I'm sure we'll find a way. So yeah, yeah we'll uh, find a way. <laughs> <laughs> so so just just a little bit of your own kind of your own like history, I guess. Um, so you know what m- most people don't want to be a goalkeeper like when they're growing up because obviously like it's you're just thrown in there and you get the ball built at your face every time uh every couple of minutes so what 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 made you decide to become a goalkeeper and not be a midfielder was it somebody who told you listen like you're a terrible striker we need to play in goal <laughs> no no actually i i played a I, I was an outfield player when i when i first started and it was uh i was nine years old maybe yeah nine years old and um we're just kind of sitting with the team and, you know, we, we were about to have our first competitive game and the coach asked, like, does anyone want to go and goal? Kind of no one raised their hand. So I was like, you know what? Like I'll take one for the team. Like <laughs> I'll just put my arm up, you know? So, and I think from, from that point on, I just, you know, probably had a good game, a couple of good games and like, I enjoyed it. The parents were like, Oh, you know, like encouraging me, you're, you know, you're doing well, well done. And kind of just stuck with it. Um, and then, I think when I was 13, I just, you know, I became a full-time goalkeeper. Um, so, so yeah, that was a little bit how, how I started with the, with being a goalkeeper, <laughs> I guess. Just throwing it at the deep end. I love it. Uh, so, you know, you, you were, you, you, you kind of grew up in the Montreal youth system and I know you played for uh, FC Montreal and the USL and stuff like that. So how did that academy kind of shape you as a keeper and, you know, helped uh, develop uh, your, your style of football? Yeah, I think um, so. I grew up in Ottawa, and it was a lot of like, you know, like smaller sessions, like seven, eight keepers, just goalkeeping sessions. That's where I kind of got the base. Um, but when I moved to Montreal, it was really like, you know, first of all, it was full time. So that obviously made a big, big difference. I'd say I was kind of a late bloomer as well. Um, so just the being full time, and also, you know, from a tactical point of view, like, when you're young and you're just playing club club football club soccer you're not putting the emphasis on you know tactical elements of the game you're more just you know doing your technical work like playing enjoying it and, and whatnot but once you go to montreal it's like okay now everyone's there to become a professional essentially um that's where you know the the whole like tactical tactical uh tactical part of the game comes into play um and I had I was I was lucky to have uh, some very good goalkeeper coaches as well uh, when I was in Montreal. Um, Owen Brown was my first one, and then Jack Stern, um, who became the the uh, goalkeeper coach with the first team, and then moved on to uh, FC Cincinnati, I believe, and he's with the uh, Brian and Premier League now. So um, that's that's you know without Montreal, I, I don't know if we'd be having this conversation right now, and and um, I'm definitely grateful grateful to have had the chance to have that opportunity to to go there and spend three years there and even the last season it wasn't the most successful if you want in terms of you know I played five games in USL would have liked to play more and I got released at the end of the season and um, but once again it was like all the lessons that I've learned with within those those three years that gave me the tools uh, to go and play at the next level in Europe so, so how did the uh, FC Zurich thing happen? Um, funny enough, it was like a lot of uh, just like 
me doing the work, like agents weren't really, it's not like, like you see nowadays where it's, you know, you're 18 and you have an agent. Like I was, I was 19. I had someone approach me to be my agent and, you know, I gave him a couple, couple months to try and like sort something out. No one, nothing came. Um, so it was just me like messaging people that I knew from, from before. And I got a, I got a trial in France, um, uh, through a friend of mine and he told me that I could go and stay with him, basically crash on his couch for a couple of weeks in, in France. And at the same time I was messaging clubs here and there. And one day I just got a phone call from, from the goalkeeper coach in Zurich. And he asked me if I wanted to come down for, for a week or two, uh, so they could have a look at me. And, uh, so obviously I wasn't, I was going to go to France anyway. So I was like, you know, come to Switzerland for sure. Uh, at a two week trial there, um, sorry, week trial there, um, the week after I was going to France with Auxerre, uh, they were in league two at the time. And while I was in France, the goalkeeper coach from Zurich called me and said, you know, like the coach was, was very happy, uh, with me and he'd like to see me. I think there was like two months left at the end of the, of the season. So he wanted to take a look at me for, for longer period of time, you know, see me in games, game scenarios. And if everything was all right, then they, they'd signed me. So I went back there for, for two months and at the end of the, the two months they they just offered me a contract and I signed it. Wow! So we you're doing all that off the back of your own dime, like you were basically paying for flights, paying for accommodations, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was lucky. My my parents, you know, they they helped me out for the first couple months over there, and I'd saved up a little bit of money as well. Uh, you know, working camps in the summer and like stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so I was basically, I think, for like. Well, for, for I was in Europe for three months because I had to leave um, because of my visa. You know? um, so, yeah, it was like, I think that's the best way to do it. Like every year I have young keepers, young Canadian keepers reaching out to me. And I, you know, I'll, I'll always take the time to give them a phone call, you know, let them know how it works. And at the end of the day, like you have to bet on yourself. Like, you know, you can't expect FC Zurich to be calling every day and being like, hey, <laughs> everything for you, like come down here, you know, it's just not how it works. Like you have to, you have to go, go and do it yourself sometimes. So, yeah. It, it just sounds like it's a bit of a, a hustle. You know what I mean? You kind of have to, because uh, like not everybody's going to, like this is the thing I guess, like not everybody is going to get that dream move to Liverpool. And, you know, if you want to make a, a, a go of being a professional, you kind of have to take those chances. So it's kind of yeah. interesting. No, 100%. And also, you know, the, the CPL wasn't there. So it's, you know, now, nowadays it's guys are going to come out of the Montreal impact Academy and, or CF Montreal, and they have three CPL clubs willing to sign them, but it just wasn't the same at the time. So, so, you know, once you were at FC Zurich, did you signed kind of a longer contract, I think, was it like three or four years or something? Like that? Your contract? Five years. Yeah. Five years. Yeah, which is, which is a long time for a young goalkeeper, but you spend like a lot of time, like out on loan. So was that them like just saying to you, like, you know, we don't see in our first team plans yet. We need you to go. Or is that you saying I need first time football, first team football and I need to be playing. And uh, it was a, bit, your a little bit of both. Um, the coach that signed me uh, got sacked two weeks later. Jeez. <laughs> um, Sammy Hupiak, very big name. Oh yeah. Liverpool yeah. defender, right? Yeah. So he's also, it's also a little bit of the reason why I ended up going to Finland. Um, so he really, you know, he really believed in me and he, he was the one that really wanted to, to bring me along. And there was a whole big plan kind of thing, you know, like, uh, the first year they wanted to send me out to, 
to Finland, actually, to, to the first league there to get playing time and then come the second year, you know, compete. Um, but after a couple months in the first, you know, a, a few months after I signed, basically I got a, a wrist injury. Um, so I, I got a surgery on that. And then um, when I came back, I, you know, I was looking for playing time, not an agent. So I spoke with my agent, you know, told them like, listen, like what's the best thing to do here? Cause I'm only going to be training. Um, they signed like a, like the, the coach brought in his, basically his players, you know, I'm not going to be playing here. Can't play with the second team because of my, my visa. Um, you know, how are we going to go about it? Um, and a small club in, in fin uh, sorry, in Sweden, uh, took me in on loan. So I played the season there and then it was kind of a little bit the same thing. I got, <laughs> got very unlucky those two, three years. So from, from 2016 to 2018, I was, I was injured a lot, um, so I got an elbow surgery um, towards the end of my, my year in, in Sweden. So I was out for a couple months, got loaned out to Norway, didn't play so much, um, got loaned out to Switzerland to essentially be a backup, uh, hurt my knee, um, got surgery again, uh, and then I was on my way back, uh, and I did the end of my my. Uh, my recovery in Toronto. So that's when I signed with the second team in Toronto. Uh, essentially like I was, yeah, I was up for about six months and I did the last three months in Toronto and then they offered to, to sign me, uh, to give me a couple games to kind of get back into shape. So spend the year in Toronto. And then after that season, I was kind of done with, with Zurich and being sent everywhere, and you know, just going on loan all the time. Like I really wanted to establish myself in one place and it was so tough with the loan situations. Um, so that's when I broke my contract and then that's when the, the kind of, I want to say the second phase of my career started and the most successful one so far, uh, when I went to Finland, you know, I've been fit, been playing the last three years. Um, so it's been a, a very good, uh, career move, I'd say to, to go to Finland and, and in the end, you know, like the, it didn't work out with Zurich. I would have loved for it to work, work out and, you know, you know, who, who knows where I'd be playing, but at the end of the day, like I learned so much in those years. Um, and then I took all, all of what I learned, brought it to Finland, you know, got better, kept working at it. And now uh, I plan on doing the same thing coming to Halifax. So do the Wanderers know about all these injuries? <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you can ask Matt. <laughs> well, you, you know, it, it's I, it's another sign of like having that bit of faith in yourself to like you know you've you have a contract and you you broke it to go and like get first team football. So you know what what was that first what was that first year like like playing in in Finland and trying to adapt to new culture, new language, all that kind of stuff. What was that like for you? Um, you know, Nordic countries are, are quite, uh, quite international. So you can speak English. There's, you know, not language was never an issue. Um, and, and it was, you know, I knew it was a move kind of like a backward or yeah, probably a ba backwards move. Like it wasn't, it was the second tier. The first year it wasn't the greatest level. Um, but it was, you know, I was going to get playing time. I felt like that's what I needed. And I needed to just love the game again for what it is. And, and you know, just that it's pure form where it's like just going out, training, enjoying it, playing games on the weekend. 
like not worrying too much about where the next move is going to be, et cetera. Um, so I, I, I and, you know, we had a great locker room, great, great group of guys. Um, I loved every minute of that year. And that was the first COVID year as well. So, you know, we're in a small village of like 15,000 <laughs> people. Like we had a blast, you know, and it was always, it was just the boys. Like that's what it was, you know, couldn't, couldn't go to the restaurant. Like there was nothing to do but we had so much fun with each other and it showed on the pitch as well. I think we, we were fighting for promotion all year. And I think we, in the end, we weren't really in it. I think we finished third or fourth, but, uh, but it was a very, very good year. And, you know, I, I ended up without even forcing it, just, you know, getting a call from, from the, the coach at the team that got promoted. And he's like, listen, I want you to be my keeper next year. Um, and it was a no-brainer for me, you know, when you have when you have a coach calling you and telling you that, like it's what one more That's awesome though. You know, it's uh it, it's kind of nice to hear that you were able to have that season where you could just like like not even everything else outside of it, just enjoying the game for what it is and just being like a player, you know what I mean? Like it's I think that's mm-hmm. important. I think it gets missed an awful lot sometimes when you're kind of worrying about your contract every six months or whatever it is. So yeah, I, I agree definitely. So just just for that reason, it's you know, it was a great move in my career, like a great, you know, and it's never too late to not go back and start again, but go back and start again, basically. So um just just a little bit more before uh for about Halifax just before uh, I let you go. Um, so you know, have, have you have you been watching some of the games? Like, have you seen the atmosphere? Like, like uh, that's one of our biggest seller points here is the atmosphere in the ground. Obviously, we play on a grass pitch, which is always nice. Um, stadium's a little bit rickety, I guess would be a good a good description. But it's it's just it's quaint, you know. So uh, yeah, have you had a chance to check some stuff out? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I've been I've really been following the league for a couple of years, so. Uh... So no, like, you know, everyone tells me like Halifax game day experience is, is as good as it gets. Um, so I'm definitely excited for that. Um, you know, if, even playing in Finland, it's, it's a hockey, it's a hockey country. Yeah. We have like last year, I think the most we've had was maybe four and a half, five thousand people at the games. Um, so no, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and also just the, the what's the word the the warmth i felt from the fans from you know when they announced uh, my signature last was the last week i think yeah uh, was unbelievable I, I never had that kind of reaction um you know that many messages uh and you know from the fans also you know from friends and families family that that you know are happy for me to be home as well but but like the fans like i think i got like 50 messages from fans like that's you know, awesome. Like we're happy to have you. Welcome to Halifax, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm just looking forward to getting the, down there. You know, <laughs> it's a long way. Like every day, I look at the calendar. Like, is it coming? <laughs> so, <laughs> I put my boots on now. <laughs> so have they told you like when preseason's gonna start or? <clears throat> uh, they did. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to. Okay. Say anything, so. All right. I, I just have a couple of questions from some listeners, if you don't mind answering them for yeah. them. Um. So this one is from denton so denton's probably the most famous fan here in halifax he dresses up as a pirate guy and he goes to the away game so uh you'll get to meet him uh so on your last few teams uh your fellow keepers were never more than a year or two younger than you if not older 
now uh, in Halifax, we're expecting to not just be the starter, but also a mentor for the younger keepers like uh, Rushinas, who will be in the squad. How is he looking forward to playing the role of mentor? Um, was there anything that senior keepers did for him when he was a rookie that he'll try to copy or avoid? Uh, definitely. I've I've actually, uh, from my Zurich days, had a very, very good uh, good mentor um, in uh, in Zurich. His name was Andres Vanins. He was a national team keeper for Latvia. Um, nice. I think just, you know, like, uh, I'm more of the, ty- the type of guy that's going to lead by, by example. Um, you know, I, I'll be there early. I'll do the work before the, the training to make sure I'm ready. Um, you know, I'm going to be in the gym after or stretching, you know, foam rolling, etc. cetera. Uh, but, but definitely looking forward to, you know, being the one that can share the wisdom and share the, the things that I, I was taught by other keepers. So I think, especially in, in, in a goalkeeping, uh, you know, in the goalkeeping position, it's a lot of, you know, we're a small group, like it's, it's a lot of like taking stuff from the people that, that you meet and from the people that you, you train with. Um, so no, definitely looking forward, forward to it. And that was also something that, that Patrice mentioned to me and that, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I want to take that, that on, um, you know, being a little bit more of a, of a leader when it comes to that. Um, so no, I'm definitely looking, looking forward to it. Um, I haven't met, uh, Aiden, but um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to to being that person, if you want. Nice. This is, this is from uh, Halifax Steve. Uh, what's been your best or most memorable save of your career so far? I'll, I'll go with one this year because I think that's probably, I, I think it's the most memorable for memorable for my, for my last season. Um, it was a header. We were winning one nils, like the 50, 50th minute, maybe uh, winning one zero. It was a cross that came in uh, to around, you know, a little bit in front, I say, of the penalty spot. And the guy got like a nice, strong header to it. And it's one of those where you're just kind of going, you're like not getting to it, you know. Then like next thing you know, you just see the fingers on it. Um, (laughs) I think that that may have happened like three or four times in my career where I make a save and I'm like, how the the hell did I, you know, I wasn't even diving to make the save. Like, how did I make the save? Um, so <laughs> recently that was probably, probably the, the biggest one. And we were at a, we were in a relegation battle at the time as well. And it was a very, very important three points. Um, so just because of the context and, and, and whatnot, I'll, I'll say that one for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll have to try and uh, send me the link to it on YouTube if it's available so we can sure. share. Um, and his uh, last one, did, do you have any superstitions in terms of your pre-match routine? <laughs> I have a couple. I can't, I, I wouldn't say they're, uh, what's the word you used? So, superstitions? Uh, superstitions. I wouldn't say they're superstitions, more just like habits kind of thing. Um, so sorry to my future neighbors, but I'll play music really loud before I go to, to the stadium. <laughs> Usually go for like some like Chris Stapleton, like kind of like very loud, like, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'll definitely, yeah, that's the music I listen to, like just before heading out to the stadium. Um, apart from that, like the food I eat, but I, you know, I don't think that's anything special. I guess I'll always have, always have like two, three coffees in the like two hours leading up to the game, Red Bull uh, before the game. Um, 
Otherwise, I, pretty standard. Not not a super superstitious guy, but uh, you'll definitely catch some of the things that I do if you want. Some of the <laughs> that I do. I love it. So then, just the last one for me before I let you go. Um, you're gonna play in a five-a-side tournament from the players you played with. Who makes your team? Five-a-side. Yep. So you you can obviously include yourself in goal. I want to be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um. In the goal, I'll go with uh, Jonathan Viscosi, Canadian guy uh, playing. In, he's in Finland now, so he, he's he's also a little bit of a mentor for me. Um, we speak a lot on the phone, you know, goalkeeping related stuff. Um, so he'll be my keeper. I'll give a big shout out to Zach Secunda, <laughs> ex Wanderers. <laughs> oh, I want my friends close, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so he'll be uh we'll play uh we'll play Zach in the mid midfield. He's playing there uh right now. Um I'll put another midfielder, his name's Davide Cumiento. He played I actually played in Vancouver for maybe a year or two. So he was in Zurich. I've never seen someone that good with the ball. He just walks with the ball, but has insane, insane feet. Um brought up through the like Juventus uh academy. Wow. Uh, so yeah, he he was a yeah one of the probably the most talented player I've ever had the the chance of you know sharing the pitch with. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll add another one of my friends in there, Fabio Morelli from uh, my uh, Montreal days. He actually came to visit a couple of weeks ago, so he plays in Switzerland now. Um, nice. He'll be there. You know what? I'll I'll go with my other buddy, Abdou Samaki. <laughs> nice. Valor center back. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, could you just recap it for me? Yeah, recap it. So, in goal, we have Viscosi, center back. I'll have Abdu. Then in the midfield, Zach and Davide. And who did I say on top? On top, I'll, I'll put my, my buddy Fabio. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, man, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're really excited to have you here in Halifax and uh, hopefully see you at the grounds. Yes, definitely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, buddy. Folks, please. Right foot, please. Time to drink on folks. Get out. Out to fuck.